Hello everyone, welcome back to the Fake It Till You Make It podcast with me, Keely McGrath. Um, today I don't have my microphone, it's just after breaking on me, so if the quality isn't that good, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to fix my mic and it's getting really late and I've spent too long trying to fix it, so, so sorry, but it's not going to work. Anyways, today's podcast is going to be about how to get over a breakup and I know if anyone knows me and they're listening to this, they might be like, that is pretty rich for coming from you, you've been in a relationship for four years. But I have been, I've been heartbroken before. I've had to get over relationships before. I think I've had more relationships and like situationships than like any of my friends. And I'm in a relationship the past four years. Like that's, I was always a relationship person. I was never like officially single for like longer than a week, I'd say. I always had like some kind of situationship, relationship, borderline boyfriends, seeing someone. Like it was all, I always had, that was always in the go. I was I'm definitely not good at being alone. <laughs> I'm more better at being alone now that I'm in a relationship. Like I'm more better with having my own time and space. But yeah, we'll get to that. But if you are listening to this, I'm presuming there's a reason you want to listen to this. Unless you're just a number one supporter of mine. But if you are listening to this for advice, I just want you to know that it does get better. You will be okay. You're not crazy for feeling how you're feeling and I understand exactly what you're going through and just know that every other listener listening to this is in the same boat as you so let's say a thousand people listen to this that's a thousand people with a broken heart looking for advice so just know that you're not the only one you are not the only person listening to this podcast today for advice you're not the only one who's looked up how long does a breakup like feelings last how do you get over a breakup like you're not the only one in this boat you're not crazy. And I just want to validate your feelings for you a little bit. Um, but let's just get into it. And yeah, I hope you know that it does get better. Um, like 1 million percent. And you will end up finding the right person that will make you question why you were ever hurt by other people before. And so thankful that things with people before didn't work because then you couldn't be with the person that you're going to be with if that makes sense. But let's just get into it. I'm going to be a bit cool, calm and collected in this podcast because I feel like I could be talking to a few broken hearts out there. Um, But yeah, let's just get down to it. Oh my God, good news. I just fixed my microphone. I was just fiddling away with it there and it started working. So if the quality has just increased, <laughs> you know why. Um, But I did put up a few questions on my Instagram, but I'm going to just chat for a little bit first and get into that afterwards. I think it only popped up like two. Um. And yeah, I just, like I said, I'm just here to validate your feelings and make you aware that you're not crazy. And I also want to start off this podcast by saying, I'm not going to be able to tell you like one, two, three, boom, like step one, step two, step three, boom, you're healed. Like that's not going to happen. Um, Lots of people look for quick fixes and they look to like find a quick way out. But I honestly do think that a quick way out of any emotion, whether it's a breakup, a death in the family, someone moving away losing a friend I feel like all that kind of stuff if you're trying to get a quick fix you're really just burying emotions that will kind of come back to haunt you that they could be like something that would trigger you in a new relationship like if you don't actually get over and grieve properly for the relationship that you've lost then you're never going to benefit and you're always going to kind of carry that baggage so it's really important to like heal and grow and that can be a really hard thing to do um especially for girls I think because I feel like if we have been hurt once, it's kind of like we do lack trust in our new relationships. When I started first um, being with Jamie, I was genuinely psychotic. Um, I, like, I, I'd be wondering why he was talking to girls, like why he'd be friends with girls. Like I just hated the thought of him being with girls, but it wasn't because I didn't trust Jamie. It was because every, like nearly every other guy before him had proved to me why I shouldn't be trusting my boyfriend around other girls. And some people might be listening to this being like, that's crazy, you should always trust your boyfriend. But when you go through situations where you've been with boys that have cheated on you they've like broken things off with you to get back with their ex they've like you know they've done everything like they've been texting other people on the sly they've been telling you that you're like you're the only one they're seeing but then you find out that they've been like texting your best friend not that your best friend was replying well maybe for some of you they were um but obviously when you go through all this kind of stuff you're gonna carry that lack of trust for your partner onto the new relationship that's why it's really important to like kind of go through the whole process of the grieving stage before you get into a new relationship like don't look for a new relationship to heal you like heal yourself first and that's something I wasn't able to do previously um so all my other relationships like before I would have carried baggage from the previous one because I was literally 
like if something ended with someone on a Friday I was like on that Monday I was looking for a new person to like go on dates with I'm not saying that I was like sleeping around or like doing anything like that I'm just saying like I was always talking to someone I always wanted that like male validation and like you know I kind of wanted that lifestyle I just wanted to make sure that I always kind of had someone that was interested in me romantically bit sad now that I think back on it I'm like Jesus I really didn't give myself a fucking break like I always had to claim this validation of people whereas now I can like just give myself validation like I've kind of found that self-love if you need a bit of self-love um listen to my self-love podcast but I just want you to know that that's a really important thing to do but it's not something we we really prioritize a lot we don't prioritize fixing ourselves before getting into a relationship some people like use relationships to fix but what you can be doing there is you can be bringing the baggage from a past relationship into this new one and then the new person you're with can think you're crazy psychotic you could be treating them a bit unfairly um or you just might be able to get fully into it because you don't trust them and it's not good to have your walls built up so learning to like love yourself and like validate yourself and like go through your own thoughts and emotions yourself is really important um so that's like the first point I want to make as well because like I said this isn't going to be a step one step two step three boom you're fixed you're cured your heart is no longer broken you need to accept that your heart is going to be broken for a while but instead of being like I can't live like this it's just how do you live like this like learning to live with it um and I've had lots of people like throughout the year because I obviously do my boy talks on Instagram where I give advice about breakups and stuff and people some of my friends even be texting me and telling me that they genuinely can't stop thinking about someone that they were with maybe two years ago or a year ago um and what I kind of like to say in those situations I'm like okay but like you're such a different person to what you were like a year ago or two years ago can you actually picture yourself even being with them right now and they're like no I'm like exactly like you're two different people like imagine if you actually like imagine if they did want you back tomorrow like what do you think could possibly happen there and sometimes I think that that person isn't allowing themselves to be their own person outside of the relationship in a certain way that they might be completely their own person in a million different ways but maybe they haven't like learned to give themselves that validation that that person was given whether that be like just the security of having someone that's completely hand on heart in love with you or kind of there's just someone who's genuinely interested in you all the time it depends on the breakup and stuff but different kind of validations people can give you and you mightn't be able to replace but it's kind of figuring out what validation they were giving you and what's so irreplaceable about that you know um if that makes sense so like I said I was actually researching a lot about this today because I have been out of the game for a while haven't had a breakup in four years um luckily me and Jamie have a really good relationship with each other we're together four years in January which is really nice um but like I said I've definitely had enough of my fair share of broken hearts before that I think I started like dating people when I was like 12 um and I met Jamie when I was 19 we started going out when we were 20 but like all my friends will tell you Keely McGrath was never single like she was Keely McGrath was always seeing someone always dating someone there was always a boo on my shoulder like there was always a bay right there <laughs> um and whether those people were good for me now is another thing like that's a whole other thing like I was definitely with the most I was with some toxic 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 people and my friends were like are you fucking stupid and then I was with people that I just knew I didn't even want to be with um and they might have been really interested in me and I was just not really interested in them but like I said I always needed a fucking male validation somehow um but that's something I can look back at now and I can realize so if I ever end up do being single again I don't think I'll need to jump into a new relationship god I hope Jamie doesn't break up with me of course like but if that ever does happen um and I do end up somehow being single I'll know myself that I don't need to jump into a relationship to get that validation like I can give that to myself and I can just be single and see well what am I looking for maybe in a few years or a few months like you know you don't always have to have someone there and a burning question as well for a lot of single people is like oh when will I fight like I I haven't got a boyfriend and I haven't had one in so long I'm like girl enjoy being single like just enjoy the enjoy having a freaking double bed to yourself as well if this cheers anyone up like girls I've been sharing a bed with Jamie for three years um and let me tell you I'm going to a fucking chiropractor (laughs) right now for a hump in my neck and a pain in my back like I'm blaming that on him um I started up my own company of snoring devices because Jamie snores so much like trust me girls when you've got a bed for yourself and when you're staying by yourself every night that could be a plus so anyways I know we're being a bit jokey here but just letting you know that anyways so I did the thing everyone does when you go through a breakup and I looked up um how to get over a breakup of course and I've seen a few YouTube videos I was kind of watching them for the past few hours um 
And I'm going to be just talking about the five stages of breakups. This is going to be my own twist and I just wanted to see what other people's advice was. Of course, I asked you the questions as well. So there's actually five stages to a breakup and this has kind of been like clinically proven or whatever about like psychologists and things like that. Um, and the stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. So I'm going to talk a bit about all of them. Um, and again, this is not a one, two, three. This is how you get over it. But this is going to be like, I feel a good way to get over something is understanding that you're not the only person that this is happening to you. As much as you feel like your world is falling down and nobody could possibly understand how you feel, people have understood how you feel. And when someone tells you, you'll be okay, like you will get over it, they actually mean it. Like when my friends are going through breakups, I'm like, look, it's going to be shit for now, but like you will feel better. And I know that might sound like shit advice at the time, but take their word for it because they've been there too. You're not the only person who's had a heartbreak. Um, and it is shit, but people mean it when they say you will be okay because they're okay like I'm okay I've had my heart broken I'm okay um lots of my friends have had their heart broken they're okay lots of my friends have gone into relationships where they might have been with someone years and then all of a sudden they finally break up and you know I might have been waiting for them to break up and then they ended up finding this person who's perfect for them and I'm like oh my god good timing or they might be just having a good time being single and like you know exploring some people like to explore their sexuality when they break up like you know all these different things but that's not what this podcast is about this podcast is about how to get over someone so let's get into the first stage of a breakup which is denial um so some of the notes i was kind of taking when i was looking up these stages of breakups um so denying something is like your automatic response to like unwanted news like when we hear something we don't want to hear we're kind of like no that just didn't happen no like this isn't happening right now and our brain kind of like shuts it off and kind of like tries not to focus on it like you know when something sad happens you just try like the more you think about it the more upset you get like even if you hear bad news in your family or like anything like that like if you think about it for too long you get really upset and like welded and start crying but like if you try to like not think about it for too long or if there's a topic on your mind that's like really upsetting the more you talk about something your voice starts cracking so what we do when we break up with someone or if they break up with us is we kind of like go into a stage of denial this could last a few minutes hours days weeks months hopefully not years but it could obviously where you're kind of like denying that anything is happening and anything is wrong because if you're actually going to sit there and be like oh my god they broke up with me and you genuinely let those words sink into your head you're going to be really upset so for a while you're kind of going through that denial stage and you could even be going around like I don't care I'm going to be fine I'm going to get over this but you're not going to like that's not going to like you're not going to just move on like that you need to go through the denial stage you need to go through all these stages um and in the denial stage as well lots of people think well they might get back together with me or I could go back back together with them say like if they cheated on you and you had to break up with them like you might be like oh well maybe we can fix it like you're kind of denying what's just happened and you're like well it could all turn around tomorrow like there's still hope and okay sometimes people do get back together in relationships of course but a lot of the times when people do break up they actually do mean it and more times than people do end up getting back together they end up breaking up anyway because usually if someone's going to break up it's a pretty serious thing to want to break up with someone um so the denial stage is something people go through first like this is not happening I'm not accepting this I'm not even going to think properly about this because I'm going to get too upset thinking about this okay my microphone is after breaking again I'm so sorry I know that the sound is like much louder when I'm recording off my laptop Anyways, sorry about that. Technical difficulties um, today. I blame Storm Barra. Barra? Barra? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Anyways, the next stage after denial is anger. I think everyone knows this stage. Um, it's like you're obviously in a relationship and it ends and you have anger towards them. You've got resentment towards them. You're angry maybe at yourself. Um, and anger is a natural stage. So like, don't feel like, even if your friends tell you, God, you're so angry, like, you shouldn't be angry like you know it is a natural stage to go through that anger stage um and you can't move on to the next stage without going through the angry I feel like everyone is always like hurt and this that and the other first and then it gets you know um it gets better obviously but you're going to resent them for like the pain they caused you for maybe you're going to be anger angry at yourself for like maybe the way you treated them or maybe you sometimes I feel as well in relationships you're kind of angry at yourself for saying something you're like fuck's sake if I didn't say that now like you could have maybe asked them a question that was maybe bothering you you could be like well how come you are always following those girls on Instagram or how come you are always texting those girls and then that could end up in the row that breaks you up and you could be like god almighty like why did I even ask 
like why did I even do that and you can be really angry at yourself but I don't ever like be angry at yourself for asking questions that was you know bothering you and keeping you up and burning up in your mind you're always much better to ask those questions if it is something that you genuinely think is within reason to ask um and like I feel in the anger stage as well it is a really easy time to be able to make rational decisions and do something that you do regret like I myself whenever I'm angry I say things I don't mean I feel like a lot of people do like when you're, when you're in the moment when you are angry um I've gotten really good lately I've been able to bite my tongue and not say something that I know is hurtful but lots of people when you're angry you say the most hurtful thing you possibly can because you know that will cause the most pain and you want them to feel the pain that you're feeling and I feel like that's the really dangerous part of the anger stage is that you can say these horrible things that you kind of wish you never said you would have preferred to end it maybe on a good note and be like the bigger person because doesn't everyone want like a relationship to end and you can be like yeah fine I wish you well and then the burning part inside your head is like Cardi B being like I wish you well in hell ah like you know you hate that you end, you'd hate that you'd end up saying something that like fuck's like why couldn't I've been the bigger person why did I have to send that long ranter sometimes it's good to send a long little rant you need the closure of it but sometimes you're kind of like god they really weren't interested do you know like if you send like a big massive rant to someone and then they just send back being like wow you're crazy or okay then you just wish you never sent anything and you just wish you were like okay well I wish you well in your life um because that feels like more of a kick in the teeth than like all the kind of abuse and the anger that you're sending but I don't know it really depends because I feel like there's closure in sending on a like a long paragraph sometimes like I like to get like all my feelings out and just like let that person be aware of the hurt they've caused me or something I'm like yeah now listen and read that and like you know you kind of want them to like acknowledge what they've done to you or how they're making you feel but nine times out of ten they don't care like they don't care they probably already know and they just want you gone from their life which is a really sad thing to think about but nine times out of ten they don't and I do feel like sometimes I always do regret sending those big long messages and I kind of wish I did be like a okay well I wish you well because I feel like if someone was to say that to me if I was like to break up with someone and they were like okay well I wish you well I'd be like oh my god I'd be kind of like be shocked to myself and I'd even be questioned if I should have broken up with them and I feel like in my head I'd be like wow they're the one that got away like they're the ones that didn't fight back whereas if they were to fight back and like kind of like say all this horrible shit to me I kind of resent them and I'd be like god thank god they're out of my life so I don't know it's a bit of a mixed bag I feel like you do need the closure but I do think people always wish they were like strong enough to send them okay I wish you well like you know everyone wishes that they were able to do that but that's a hard thing to do so that's at the anger stage so yeah my advice there would be um like don't do anything you're going to regret in the anger stage try your best not to it's really hard like I'm a hot-headed person I definitely play on my emotions um but if you can at all, like think things over, read your messages over again. Maybe if you're like really angry in the moment, don't press the send button. Leave it like on your phone sitting there. And then like when you're calm or later, go back and see if that's actually what you want to say to them. Because you can say a lot of hurtful things to people in the moment. Um, So yeah, that one's a bit of a tricky one because some people are going to be like, well, I need the closure. Like, I know you do, but mm, which way do you need it? Like, I don't know. Up to you. I just know a lot of people say a lot of things they don't mean when they're hurt. And that could be like fighting with your friend fighting with your family fighting with your boyfriend like there's lots of things you can't come back from and I know with breakups people sometimes do wish that they could have done it literally a bit more cool and collected they kind of wish that they weren't as emotional when someone breaks up with them and they wish that they didn't like kind of beg them to come back like I feel like a lot of time when someone breaks up with you you're like nearly like on your hands and knees like please like let's make this work and you're like like save yourself the pride kind of thing like if someone's breaking up with you maybe like try to have that understanding like you know they're breaking up with me like I need to be I need to hold my head up high and like take this like a champ that's a hard thing to do and I know I'm not talking to anyone here who's like going through that stage I'm talking about people who've gone through that stage I don't regret it that you did text back but like if you do end up having a conversation with that person again, try not to be angry because you might end up saying something again that you wish you didn't say. Sometimes I have arguments even with people in general and I end up saying too much or even just end up like saying a whole spiel and then they're like, yeah, right, whatever. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, or they just don't reply to you. And that's even worse. You kind of wish you were the person not to reply to them. Are you were the person being like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, you know, something's short and sweet because you know that that. Okay, so that brings us on to the next stage, which is bargaining. Um, and this is a stage I didn't really even think was a stage but it's like you're trying to meet that person halfway or like you're either trying to like think of ways where you can get back together so let's say let's say you break up with someone because it's going to be long distance then 
like they might have broken up with you that way and then you're like bargaining with them we're like okay we can stay together but like we can you know facetime and call like you know if they initially wanted to break up I'm not on about relationships where you do a long distance like I did long distance with Jamie for nine months um but I'm on about like when they want to break up but you're like bargaining with them to like stay together that could just be one instance um there's multiple different ways you can bargain with someone to stay with them like you can even bargain with your head like yourself in your head being like okay look I could just get back with them now but like I'd have to accept that they treat me a certain way or they speak to me a certain way or that they don't like my friends like you know you're trying to think in your head like well I could get back with them if I just learn to accept this this and this like things you wouldn't have accepted before are things that aren't going to work in the relationship but like you're trying to just bargain with yourself or bargain with them to like make this relationship work when you know deep down it's not going to but like that's a natural stage of a breakup um even like I said like before I was in a relationship with Jamie like you know you begin with some of these guys and you know full well that they're just kind of like using you and stuff and sometimes you bargain in your head you're like okay well what if I just like you know sometimes like you could ask them like oh what are we like and they're like okay do you know what I don't really want this to be anything um so let's just call it off before feelings are caught and like you bargain in your head you're like okay no just tell them that you don't have feelings and you're like Jesus no like I don't have feelings either like do you know I'm cool with this too and like you're bargaining in your head being like just convince them that you also don't want feelings and you're okay with it being cool and casual um just so that you can kind of keep on to that relationship a little bit longer but you know yourself that you're not able to do that like you mightn't be able to be a person like a no strings attached but you're bargaining with yourself you're convincing yourself that you can be no strings attached you're you know you're bargaining with them being like no no we can stay together I'll do the no strings too like I'll be fine this will be okay just so you can cling on to that relationship but if you know that it's something that you can't do you're better off look looking in the mirror and being like you can't do this you are not a no strings attached girl you are not a you know you're not a one night stand kind of person maybe you're not able to do that so that stage in a relationship is totally normal where you want to meet them halfway you might even want to keep them as a friend um you know like keep them as a friend there but I feel like if you're just fresh broken up with someone you can't like the feelings of love and stuff are still there too soon like you might be able to get friends with them again like in a year down the line or you know I'm friends with a few people that like I could be like cheese and friends with them but like I might have you know went out with them when I was 15 or something like that I'm actually not friends with anyone I went out before but you know what I mean like there could just be something you some people are still friends with people that they went out with a few years ago um but I don't think that that's something that's possible straight away because the feelings are too raw and I feel like one of you one person in that situation is definitely only clinging to them because they genuinely miss them and they kind of still want them in their lives I feel like you're better off just learning to go your separate ways and then down the line a few years later, a few months later, if you ever bump into each other, it's okay to like have a kind of in contact friendship then. But I just think an initial friendship straight away and kind of always keeping tabs on each other is just really unhealthy. And it's also really unhealthy going into a new relationship where you're telling your new partner, oh yeah, I'm still really good friends with my ex and they still have like a say in my life and I still tell them about things. I wouldn't want to be going out with any guy who had that relationship with his ex. Um, and I'm sorry if anyone thinks that's psychotic, but I just wouldn't. Um, and I wouldn't expect any guy that I'm with to like be okay with me being best friends with the last ex I was with I'm not about on about one from like years ago I'm on about like I just got out of a relationship but I was still best friends with them and now I want a new relationship like I wouldn't expect Jamie to be okay with that um you know so like I don't know I'm not on about people like you get what on a one night stand or anything I'm genuinely on about like a relationship like I just don't think that that's a healthy thing to bring into any new relationship saying your besties with your ex and they still have like a say in your life and they can still talk to you and they still ring you asking for advice and stuff like no the bargaining stage is that awkward stage like I said where you're just trying to keep that person in your life no matter what you're going to do things you don't want to do but you're willing to bargain and make that sacrifice um and that's a part of obviously breaking up but that's something that now that I've told you what that is maybe you can be like ah yeah I am I'm I'm doing that bargaining thing at the moment how do you get over someone you stop doing the bargaining and you move on to the next stage which is depression sounds great doesn't it um it sounds really really good but the depression the depression stage comes because you've gotten over that bargaining stage you've gotten over the okay let's try to make this work even though it's going to be in ways I can't I know that I can't accept so that then you know when you've decided like okay I'm not going to chase them anymore I'm not going to try to make it work in ways that I don't want it to work if it's not going to work out if it's not going to be the way I know a healthy relationship can work it's fully done and that's why the depression comes in because you have fully now accepted 
that you are broken up with this person, that they're not coming back, that the relationship is over, that there is no other way for this relationship to work. And that's when shit gets hard. And that's why so many people stay in the bargaining stage for so long, because they know once there's nothing to bargain with anymore and they've no other way to make it work, it's going to be fucking sad. And that's like the hardest part of it. And like I said, I was like kind of hopping between relationships before. Um, and it's because I never wanted to get to this depression stage. Like I don't even think I even got to the bargaining stage. I just got to like denial and the new relationship. Like, okay, I probably did get to the bargaining stage a good bit, but like I wouldn't let myself get to that depression stage too often. Um, because I genuinely hated feeling like that. Like no one likes feeling like that. But if you do want to be able to get over someone, you do need to let yourself go through that stage of genuine depression and anger and like, you know, you need to go through them all. So in the stage of like depression, like I just want everyone to know that it's so normal, like you're allowed to feel so hurt and it doesn't matter if you're with someone five years, five months, five weeks, if that person has made that much of an impact on you, then you're allowed to feel whatever fucking way you want and don't let anyone tell you that you can't feel that way, like First and foremost, don't let anyone tell you that it's time to move over, get over it. And it's like, well, I was with someone for five years and I don't feel the same way. Yeah, well, maybe you were broken up with that person in your head for two years. You know, like if you're with someone for five weeks and they've made enough of an impact on you, you're allowed to be hurt as much as you want. So validate your feelings. You're allowed to be hurt, honey. Um, But yeah, the depression stage is, is shit and you're going to be missing them. And that's when you've really been like, oh God, they're actually gone. And it mightn't even be like, I want them backstage. It might be like, they're gone and I know they're gone. And that's why it hurts so much because you just know that you're not going to have that part of your life back anymore. But accepting that that stage is just a stage and kind of seeing the positives of it, being like, okay, well, I've had to give up lots of different stages of my life before. And it always ended up being like, you know, when one door closes, another door opens. Um, And in the depression stage, it's a good time to reflect, not only because I think in the other stages, people like to romanticize their relationships. Like even my friends and they go through breakups, I hear them kind of talking about like all the good times. And I'm like, are you living in the same world as me? Because what I remember is that you had a lot of shit times. Like, you know, your friends are the best people to call out the bad times you had in a relationship too. Um, I feel like it's very easy for us all to romanticize how a relationship went down and like look back at all the good things and all the good memories. But like, if you were to tell your friends about all the good times, I'm sure they'd be like, yeah, but remember when he did this? Remember when they did that? Remember when they texted you this kind of abuse? Um, And like vice versa, like, you know, like if you're a guy listening to this or if you're a girl and you had a girlfriend, like, you know, you it's not just about him sending the abusive text. Like she could have done it too. You could be the, could, like you could have been the psycho in the relationship. Like you might want a relationship back and you might've had to break up with someone because you know it's better for them. Like, and it's easy to romanticize and be like, but it was good, but it's very good to link in with your friends and have them remind you how shit it actually was and be like, are you okay? Like, are you mentally okay? Because that is, it was, it was not as good as you're making out. Um, and that's a good thing to do in the depression stage. Like I said, just reflect. Um, and it is good to have the support system, like whether that's your family, your brother, your sister, your friends, one friend, someone close to you in work like anyone just to be able to vent it out because I feel like a lot of the time people like have these thoughts in their head but when they say them out loud they kind of realize Jesus that was a bit stupid wasn't it like sometimes I'd even be thinking things in my head and as soon as I say it out loud to someone I'm like fuck's sake like what am I even on about like um so having someone to be able to vent to and like you know a depression said just gonna be hard anyway and mental health is like really important to look after so just having someone to be able to look after you and like give you good advice and tell you things that you need to hear um is a really important thing so that brings us on to the last stage so we've gone through the denial like it's not happening we've gone through the anger I hate them fuck them fuck men fuck all men and I feel like that bad bitch attitude is 100% here but I do honestly think that there is no such thing as a bad bitch. Like everyone, a lot of people, like especially my generation, we're all going through this. Like, I'm a bad bitch. I don't give a fuck. Mm, no, honey, you do. You're just masking it with this, like, I'm a bad bitch mentality. Um, And look, honey, I do it too. Like we all do it. I like to do the, I'm a bad bitch. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. But I do care. I'm just masking it with that attitude because it's easier to say, I don't care than to sit down and say, I do care. And this is why. And maybe maybe like make yourself vulnerable. So much easier to put on a mask. Um, and like that's 
it's shit but it is and I'm sure if any of you are listening to me you might agree that you've been like to your friends I don't care it's fine I'm not bothered and then you might go home and cry because you don't want to be vulnerable in front of people but girls it's okay to be vulnerable in front of people you know it's okay to cry it's okay to have human emotions you know like it's okay to tell your friends that yeah I am still obsessing over my ex from a few years back or months back and if you're actually telling your friends, ah, I'm fine, I don't care about it, that might be a reason why you're still not able to get over it because you're genuinely masking your emotions and you're like not coming to terms with it out loud. You might in your head be like, yeah, I'm still suffering, but like you need to actually say those things out loud, like lads, I'm not over this. This is like what I'm thinking about. And your friends might be able to be like, okay, but like this, this and this, and they might be able to give you like reality facts of it. And that might be able to like bring you back to like, you know, ground level, be like, oh yeah. And talking is so much better than keeping things in your head. Because like I said, if you are masking it and if you are going through that, I'm a bad bitch, I don't give a fuck mentality and you're not being open and honest with your feelings out loud, that might be a reason why you're not able to get over them. That might be a reason why you're listening to this podcast right now. So drop the bad bitch mentality. We are all bad bitches, but we are all humans at the end of the day and we're okay to have our feelings hurt and we're okay to speak about them. You can be a bad bitch after you cry. Like cry, let the feelings out and then be like, but I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm not saying that you can't be a bad bitch and that there isn't bad bitches out there. Drink every time I say bad bitch. But you know what I mean? Like, just be real with your emotions because if you always put on this mask, you're just kind of pushing it back and it's just going to follow you into a new relationship or it's going to follow you down the line. Or it's actually going to convince you two years later that they were the one that got away and you have this undying love for that person. Trust me, you probably don't. Like, you you probably don't. You've just never dealt with it correctly and now you just genuinely think that that's the only person that's going to be good for you in your life. Look, that could happen in movies (laughs) no it could happen in real life but like it usually doesn't but then once you've gone through those four stages denial anger bargaining depression there is acceptance this is the final stage of a breakup um an exception uh, sorry acceptance is knowing that you still have love for that person they still carry a place in your heart they might you still might absolutely fucking hate them um (laughs) but like you know acceptance is when you kind of look back you're reflecting it all you understand that you're not going to be back together with that person um you understand that it's okay and that you don't need to get back with that person and that you're able to be happy without that person and it's a big jump from the depression to the acceptance obviously of course it's a big um a big jump but it might even be that you are happy right now in the moment. It's just knowing that you will be happy at some stage. Like you mightn't have to, you might go from being depressed and crying the whole time and then being at a stage where you're like, okay, I am really upset, but I know that it's going to get better. And that could be your acceptance stage. It doesn't have to be like all sunshine rainbows. I'm fully over it. Um, And the acceptance stage could be like the longest stage. Like that could you, that could be you like literally knowing everything that's happened, knowing that you will be okay. You're still a bit hurt, but you're still at that stage. Like you're not fully over it. Um, But it is good to look back and be like, you know, that wasn't time wasted. Like I feel like relationships, whether they were good, bad or ugly, they're never time wasted. They're always times where you learn something. Um, Even in like really toxic relationships and stuff, sometimes, okay, okay that might be a time where like you wasted a bit of time when you stayed with them for a bit too long but that isn't your fault because obviously manipulation and stuff plays into that but it always is a good lesson because sometimes you understand yourself more you understand how resilient resilient you are you understand how strong you are you understand everything you're able to go through and overcome um and it's able to give you like indicators for your next relationship um and I'm not on about like carrying like carrying um baggage with you I'm on about like maybe someone had red flags before and you didn't notice it then but now that you know what it's like to be in that kind of relationship you'll spot those red flags sooner maybe you'll be able to help out your friend spot red flags because you were going through something vice versa um but yeah acceptance is a good one and it's good to be able to like piece together what happened and also like understand your part in the breakup um which if anyone's listened to this and they got cheated on like okay you don't have a part in that breakup your ex is a fucking dickhead like you know that's just how it is but sometimes people go through breakups where maybe someone's breaking up with them because they're not trying anymore they're not interested and I'm not saying that a breakup has to have any bit of your fault or your involvement but it is good to like look back and just think of okay and like how did I play a part in that breakup whether like there was a reason there was something that you could have changed and you can like like use that to your advantage in your next relationship whether the person thinks you didn't put in enough effort they might think 
you're too messy I don't know like different things um it's so funny I'm thinking of being too messy and I'm thinking about Liberty and Jake when Libby was like he just won't accept me like do you know and she's just like I want someone who accepts me even when I'm messy and I think that's so funny because that's me I'm like the messiest person ever so I'm like I just want someone who loves me for my messiness um and I'm not saying that you have to change for anyone ever but it is important to sell in the acceptance stage to look back and be like was there anything I was doing that was kind of pushing them away from me was I being over clingy was I being a bit controlling was I being a bit psycho from a past relationship where someone was cheating on me in the past and I was always questioning them like did I push them away a little bit and that's where you need to start loving yourself a little bit now you might have done absolutely nothing wrong I'm not saying that every time someone breaks up with someone if someone breaks up with you you have to have done something wrong you don't um I'm just saying like it's a good time to look back and be like okay I actually didn't do anything wrong or uh maybe I just was a bit too pushy or psycho or crazy or up on top of them and you know, you can learn from it there. Like, I don't know what your relationship with Psych Girls listening to this. Like, I don't know. But it's up to you to figure that out yourself in your acceptance stage. Um, And then after you've pieced it all together, um, after you've pieced it all together, um, you realise that, like, you're able to heal now because you're able to look back, reflect. You've gone through all the stages of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. You've accepted what's happening. You've accepted your part of the breakup. You've reset, like, you've accepted your part in the breakup whether that means there was absolutely no reason for you to take any blame for this whether that means you know you could have maybe done a few things differently if you were the person that broke up with them you might have been able to handle the situation differently you know it's just looking back reflecting on everything accepting what had happened maybe learning a lesson or two from some part of the relationship whether that means you know how to spot a red flag you know what you don't want in a man you know what you do want in someone you know that maybe you need to go off and maybe experiment a little bit in your life like it doesn't matter like because anything I tell you right now mightn't link to what you're thinking um so just know that 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 acceptance stage after you've gone through that that's when you're able to heal and you're able to be like everything happens for a reason and I know lots of people say that quote the whole time like everything happens for a reason but it does um and like I said, I wasn't able to deal with those kind of stages before I don't really know if I ever really got to the acceptance stage um obviously like now that I'm in a healthy and happy relationship like I don't ever look back and like think any of my exes would be a good suit for me now of course not but like before I was with Jamie and stuff I would have been like well what if I just got back with him my friends were like he was horrible to you and I'm like I know but like he made me happy he didn't I was just fucking lonely you know what I mean okay so now that I've talked about the five stages of a breakup um and I told you the stages you need to go through so you might know in your head what stage you're at and you might be like okay there's only this and this and this is what I need to do now to get over it because I don't think there's a step by step of how to get over someone but I do think understanding the stages and understanding if you're willing to let go of one stage like the anger stage then you can move on to the next stage and kind of once you make your way through those stages that's how you eventually get over it It might take you longer in some stages some people are angry for years um like you know the way you see like divorced parents and stuff sometimes and they just still hate each other like they still haven't maybe gone through like the other stages of the relationship yet you know what I mean to like fully get over the anger and then when they do get past those stages and like kind of suck it up and stuff it might just be easier for them to co-parent and things like that like I don't know but you might be listening to this and you might know what stage of a relationship you're on but once you get through those stages that's kind of your how-to and the how-to is kind of just going through those stages wow I keep repeating myself tonight I'm so sorry but I'm just going to go straight to Instagram questions now um I asked a few I'm just going to respond to them I'm not going to keep you too long I know this podcast is kind of long already around 40 minutes well around 38 um and I need to go cook my dinner and enjoy Storm Barra for all its beautifulness and watch some Netflix um but I'm just going to read these out so I asked people on Instagram how do you get over a breakup I just wanted to genuinely know your tips um I've already told you about the stages so let's hear what everyone else's advice is so keep busy surround yourself with good people and do things for yourself I think that's very true um but don't keep busy so much that you're completely blocking out the feelings it's really good to keep busy so you're not sitting in your room mourning like the whole time because that can be really depressive and you can also really be pushing your friends away from you when they're trying to help understand that your friends are trying to help you and you pushing them away I know like you'll want your alone time and stuff like that but you have to be able to willingly open the door to your friends and even if you're in a blubbering state like they're okay with that they aren't going to be like just stop crying and just get over it and if they are just tell them fuck off and that you're going through some shit but 
your friends are there for you to have a crying shoulder on and you should be able to talk to them um but don't push them out so much that they'll be like oh god she doesn't even want our help because that does happen like you know it does people want to be able to help you and if you're continuously pushing them away when they're trying to help that's hard for them too so yes keep yourself busy and surround yourself with good people but don't keep yourself like so busy that you're not dealing with the pain and then don't deal with the pain so much that you're also not seeing your friends like if that makes sense um someone said block on everything and when I was actually chatting to my friends today this actually came up in conversation they were saying that what they do if they were going through a breakup and what they wish they would have done um is tell the person like you know if you just broke up obviously if they if you're kind of breaking up on good enough terms be like look thanks for everything but I'm just going to need to block you now because seeing your photos and seeing your posts might really hurt me um and I was like geez that's a bit fucking dramatic like just block them without telling them and they were like no like you can't just block someone without telling them and I like that's me being like I said like me being like bad bitch mentality I'll do what I want like me not um doing what I should have been doing in relationships and they're like no like you can't just block them and not tell them that they're a big part of your life and they might be like they might start resenting you if they realize you've blocked them so it is a good idea I suppose to text them and be like look thanks for everything um but right now I just need to block you for a while because I just don't want to be following your life and I don't want to be like do you know I don't want to be reminded of this pain continuously and I want to be able to move on so yeah if you want to block them do I didn't think you had to text the person but kind of talking to my friends today and realizing that that would be like the mature thing to do at the fine age of 24 then yeah sure um I like mute people if I don't like people on Instagram I mute them but then the girl's like yeah but you can still look them up and I was like yeah but you can unblock someone and they were kind of being like yeah but there's a difference between if you've them blocked or not because if you go to unblock them you might like stop yourself and be like here look come on let's not unblock them um so yeah if you do want to block them do maybe it's a good idea to text them first if you had a healthy enough relationship with them just that they're not completely in the dark if they cheated on you and if they were a cunt then block their asses but you know see from whatever side you want to you can agree with my friends you can agree with me whichever one you want um another person said block them from everything out of sight out of mind I agree <laughs> I'm agreeing with these girls but yeah whatever you want to do if you want to let them know first that you have to block them for your own sake and your own mental health and your own chance of moving on then you can let them know and if you don't want to let them know then you don't have to um was very kind was very kind to myself it's so important oh yeah so when you're going through a breakup you have to be really kind to yourself a lot of people when they're going through breakups they're just like why did I do that how did I let myself do that and I'm like look you were you had the rose tinted glasses on a lot of people in relationships you've got the rose tinted glasses on it's easy to look back and pick apart relationship and be like but they were like this and they were doing this and oh my god like they never like show some people like they never brush their teeth and all these kind of flaws that you're seeing afterwards I'm like yeah it's so easy to look back and look at someone's flaws when you're not like surrounded by their love and embraced the whole time like it's easy to look back and point it out now Jeez, I'm sure if Jamie broke up with me tomorrow, he'd look back and be like, God, Keely was actually a torment, like, and he'd be able to pick all these flaws on me. Um, but obviously when you're in love with them in the moment, you take that as like you just accept it. You're like, you're in love with them, you've got rose-tinted glasses on. So don't be so hard on yourself for like putting up with them when they were the certain way. Like it's just it's totally different and it's not on you at all. Um, and like that's totally normal. Like, you know, just don't do that to yourself, don't pick yourself apart um someone else said grow through all the stages it's so important to take time cry and feel sorry for yourself 100% we've just went through the stages we know that that's really important after two weeks of being broken up with them I promised to work on myself um so yeah that's a good thing as well like work on yourself build up a new hobby you always see these girls and they're going through breakups that they cut their hair they like change their whole hairstyle and they get like sometimes they get like really fit and sexy if it was me now i just I think I genuinely just sit inside and eat loads of food the whole time it is really important as well to do things that are going to be make a positive impact on you um constantly getting drunk and constantly eating takeouts and like you know eating your feelings and stuff that's never going to make you feel better it might be good like in the moment but long term it's never going to benefit you at all to always be blocking out your emotions at food comfort eating and drinking because with comfort eating you're going to end up putting up weight 
and that might be something that you don't want to happen obviously it's okay if it does happen I've put it white myself but it might be something that you don't want to happen so constantly eating to like fill that emotional gap in your life isn't going to be a good thing that's going to help you and the sooner you realize that the better because you don't want to have gained three stone when you finally realize fuck why did I do that um again not that there's anything wrong with doing that I've literally gained three stone in the past like two years so I'm not slating anyone who is doing that but if I could go back and tell myself to stop comfort eating for little things that was going on in my life I wish I could so I'm telling you now and obviously drinking yourself into oblivion the whole time and like always getting drunk or getting high or going on drugs and like trying to escape the reality look it's nice in the moment I like getting fucked up too I like getting drunk and forgetting my whole night if something bad's happened like fuck's sake this is after happening let's just go get drunk it's definitely an Irish mentality but it is good to be able to step away from that and genuinely just feel your emotions and not do those bad things because if you continuously do that and if alcohol or drugs or comfort eating and all these little things like choose your weapon like but if any of those things are something you're continuously doing it's never going to end up in a good thing the best thing to do is to go cold turkey sober sit there and face your emotions and go through the stages um focusing on bettering yourself there's loads of these block delete everything and spend loads of time with friends and family 100% friends and family are just the best people to support yourself and surround yourself with um someone else said make a sad make a playlist of sad angsty songs and let yourself cry it out this is me this is me you know girls and I'm having like a bad day or something like that like I watch Marley and me and I sometimes skip straight to the end straight to the end when the dog fucking dies yesterday Jamie walked into the bedroom and I was sitting in the room watching the x factors x factors saddest auditions letting myself cry because I cry like twice a day I cry at tv ads I cry at shows on tv and like if anyone else is an emotional person they let themselves cry a lot like I schedule crying sometimes um just so I like can get it out of the way so I can like go through the rest of the day and the rest of the week and me and my friends some of them were all so emotional like some of the girls like we'd be crying over anything at all in the chat and like we'd be literally texting each other like oh my god crying and like we genuinely would be crying so yeah I agree with this girl and make the sad playlist um and let yourself cry it out because it is really important to cry it out have a cry in the shower cry a lot but know that you can't stay in that stage and you have to be able to to realize that it does get better and I promise anyone who's in that stage right now where you're genuinely just in a rut and you're stuck there I've been there I've been you I've been in my room crying 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 and like no one will ever be them and no one will ever replace them and I can't have liked someone for this long it's not it's trust me trust me trust me I know what you're feeling don't think that no one else in the world doesn't know what you're going through there's eight billion people in the world your mother probably knows what you're going through your mom has probably had a young life when she was younger and she's probably been heartbroken too trust people when they say you will get better because you might think no one understands the pain I'm going through but they do like they genuinely do and they've gone through it and they've come out the better end so just know that that'll happen to you and then someday you'll be able to give that advice to someone and be like I've been there and they won't believe you either because no one in that situation ever believes anyone else in the world could feel the way that they're feeling and that's okay like it's okay if that's how you're feeling right now if you feel that no one gets you but just know they do like they do get you um so someone else said get up get under someone else fact like that is actually just so funny <laughs> I know that some people say like the best way to get over someone else is to get under someone else and like I said before like if anyone was ever breaking my heart I was like okay I need to find a new boy to talk to um I need someone else to fill that emotional gap and look that could be good but what that does create is you carrying baggage from one person to one person to one person and like carrying like an emotional attachment and resentment and hurt and jealousy and all these kind of angry feelings like it is better to let yourself be alone deal with your feelings and then you can go off and do something else but sometimes the initial getting under someone to get over someone else it can work for some people you know it can but a lot of the times it doesn't and it kind of creates um it kind of creates like unrealistic kind of standards for yourself even being like oh well I just need this like emotional attachment like try to find your happiness without someone else being involved in it and try to find you getting over someone without needing someone else to fill that gap or replace them or having sex and things like that like it doesn't always have to be that way I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that I think every person who's newly single should go out there and like get themselves some some nice hunky man for a one-nighter like if that's what you want to do you do that I am not shaming you at all I'm just saying it is good to face reality sometimes and go through the stages as well 
Um, talk to people you trust is another piece of advice. Spend some time working on yourself. Just going to read out a few of these. Spend time with your friends. Can't stress that enough. Getting out and doing things. Time surrounding yourself with good people. Um, my latest one, I took time off my phone, watched movies. And when ready, I spoke to a few friends. That's good as well. Like it's good to kind of just give yourself your own little me time before even speaking to your friends about it. Um, another person said cry feel the feelings do little things to make me feel better like a bath a walk your dog and therapy oh my god how have I not even mentioned this yet therapy girls and guys sorry I know that there is a small percentage of men who listen to this so girls and guys therapy is such a good way to open up and look whether you go to therapy and you're able to open up in the first stage which no one is but like going to therapy and just talking about things a lot of companies give people free therapy and that's um the second time in my life I ever went to therapy I went to therapy when I was like younger um but the second time I ever went to therapy was true like the employee scheme from like the company I was working in it was because I was genuinely psychotic to my boyfriend I was like literally I was questioning everything he was doing I was like wondering why he was like friends with girls and I was just being downright a cunt and I went to therapy to talk about it and she the therapist actually told me she was like well you're carrying this emotional baggage from your other relationships that you didn't get over and I was like what and she's like yeah like you haven't been able to like deal with being single and like understanding that not all men are the same and like that someone is actually able to respect you and they're able to be friends with girls and they're not cheating on you like you need to understand that this is something that you're causing the relationship this is a problem you're causing and it's not a problem they're causing and when she said that I was like well bitch (laughs) what you mean um and like I realized that I was the problem there like Jamie wasn't doing anything wrong I was genuinely psychotic but it's because other people had done wrong by me and I wasn't letting go of that hurt and I hadn't dealt with it that I was carrying it into another relationship but therapy was a really good way for me to understand that and for me to accept that so I can't recommend therapy enough it's um it's a really good thing to go to and just get your thoughts out and just speak to someone who might be able to like open up your mind a little bit more because sometimes you've got the answers to your own questions um People are saying staying busy, get them to move country. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. I know the person who sent that in as well. And that's just really funny. Get them to move country. Yeah, that could be an easy way to get some to get over someone. Um, another person said talking to the ex might seem nice but it's only prolonging the pain cut the ties exactly so that's going back to the stage um, of bargaining like trying to talk to them trying to like bargain away into their life being like oh I can talk to them it'll be fine but it's not it's always just going to prolong the hurt someone said drink and I I don't agree <laughs> maybe for like a one night drinks but not continuously um Okay, they're all kind of the same here. You're like, you know yourselves, people are saying working out. I know lots of people who, when they went through their breakups, they ended up becoming like gym bunnies and stuff. And like, that's the best thing you can do. Like, come at them with this fucking fine ass body. You don't have to have a fine ass body at all. I don't. I've got a mom's body. Like, and I'm not about a sexy mom. And it doesn't even matter because all moms are sexy. But you know what I mean? Like, I... I haven't got like the most flattering body ever in the world, but it doesn't doesn't matter. I'm a sexy thing. I know I'm a 10 out of 10. Like I fucking am. And anyone listening to this who doesn't agree, why are you even listening to me so, huh? Um, But like, that's just because I literally love and adore myself. But you don't have to have like this size 10, big titties, big ass body to feel good about yourself. But if having that size body makes you feel good about yourself and going to the gym is something that you want to do to get over them, it is a good place to do it. Like, you know, working on yourself mentally and not even just to have your physique looking good, but just genuinely, genuinely having like the mentality, um, like going to the gym sometimes for me is just a good way to like get my anger out and my emotions out and I clear my head and doing that is a really good way to help you get over someone because like, you know, you're putting that anger someone else. You're not texting them abuse every time you're drinking and you're not texting them being like, why won't you talk to me? Like every single time you have a drink or every single time you feel sad, like you're getting that emotions out in the gym. It's a really good way to deal with it. Um, someone said dye my hair. Not that I would know anyway. <laughs> um, it's not so funny. Like I'm presuming this person means that they've never obviously had to go through a breakup, but they would dye their hair. And yeah, I feel like girls always just cut their hair and dye it. Another person said they'd watch Mamma Mia. Just there's just so much here, um, which is really, really funny. And I obviously do agree with a lot of it. Not agreeing so much with the drinking. Um, but yeah, if if they're kind of things that work for you. I did put up a poll as well saying what breakups are harder, falling out of love or if they cheat. And 37% of people said falling out of love and 63% said if they cheat. I just wanted that interesting statistic on the pod. Um, I asked another question saying what's the hardest part of a breakup? 
And the answer I got from the hardest part of a breakup, um, people answered saying cheating, it makes you feel worthless, it makes you think you weren't good enough. And what I need to say to that is I don't think that's ever a reflection on you. I don't know anyone who's ever gone out there and cheated and been like, oh, I cheated because my wife wasn't good enough. Like, they don't. Like, do you know what I mean? It's nothing got to do with that. Like, it could just be something in their own head. Um, or maybe they're just fucking retarded. Like, you know, I don't think that's ever a reflection on the person that they're with. Um, it's nothing got to do with you not being good enough or anything like that. So just don't blame yourself for those kind of things losing your best friend the person you speak to every day um yeah that definitely is the hardest part of a breakup is like you might have got so kind of emotionally attached to them and like dependent on them and like they kind of provided a lot of the happiness in your life in that moment but you have to remember is that like you had been happy before you even met this person like there was happiness in your life before that and you just need to be able to find that happiness again it's hard when like the last four years of your life the happiest moments have been with that person or four months or four weeks and the happiest like you know times have been with that person but you need to realize that you had happiness before them and you have the ability to be happy without them um another hard thing someone mentioned is seeing them move on before you and yeah that is horrible like I said I've had people that have broken up with me to get back and together with their ex and that's just a shit fucking feeling um but like I said all of those situations I'm so happy I had to go through because now I'm with my boyfriend Jamie and I love him and I'm so happy that nothing ever worked out with anyone else before and none of those other things were long term because I don't know what kind of life I'd have if I wasn't with him right now he's just really good to me and anyone listening to this looking for that advice you will find someone like that or maybe you want to be single for a bit longer but like just know you will find someone eventually that gets you and you get them and there is no exceptions and there's no negotiating and there's no like we're talking about bargaining like there is none of that because the two of you just work and you just click and you will find that um a lot of people are just saying the hardest part is losing your best friend so the reason I'm reading this out is because I want everyone who's listening to this to know you're not the only person feeling this way like these are people on Instagram texting me what the hardest part of their breakups are so this isn't me telling ye what my hardest parts are these are real people real girls who are going through the exact same things as you right now the listener and this is what they have to say so they're saying losing your best friend not having anyone around if you live together and you have to uproot the life you had talking status down is taking the status down is heartbreaking so you know if you've got the status up on facebook um that's obviously a hard thing to have to remove getting out of routine getting used to being single and not having that person in your life 24 7 losing your best friend when they say they won't leave yet and boom then they leave so I hope people listening to this like you just know that you're not alone see how many people are like texting me all these answers do you think all these people are going to be heartbroken forever no I was one of these people before I'm not heartbroken forever I'm pretty fucking happy right now in my life um and you might see all your friends and they've obviously had breakups before you might have had a breakup before you know that it's going to be okay it's just understanding going through the five stages and realizing you just need to go through the fucking motions there isn't a one two three snap your heart is hit fixed it just takes time and it takes healing i'm going to keep reading this out because i feel like anyone listening to this it might be good to relate to other people who are going through the same thing as you um, so someone said the hardest part is getting used to not doing everything with them when it's one side another person said when it's one-sided and the other wasn't expecting it um, another person said the family connections and yeah I feel that like if Jamie literally broke up with me tomorrow I think it would really hurt me not seeing his parents and stuff um, like I see his parents more than I see my own parents and it's only because they live around the corner and my parents are obviously living in tip but yeah I see like his parents the whole time and that would be such a hard thing for me to have to let go of and I know if I ended up breaking up with Jamie he'd find it really hard to like not have my little sister like my little sister Eva would always be staying here and like not have my family in his life too because we all get along with each other's family so much that could be that's such a hard thing to have to go through like um a hundred percent but just know that if you listen to this you're not the only person who has to go through that and it happens with everyone like it's just natural um seeing them with someone else getting used to not getting used to being on your own not texting them the good morning and good night messages not talking to them every single day like you used to snapchat memories got your snapchat memories are a blessing and a curse aren't they like i find snapchat memories are so good for like looking back at like funny moments but even right now when you're in the pandemic and you're looking back at like pictures of you in the nightclub or at festivals and stuff like that is fucking horrible and so 100% if you're looking back on snapchat memories of someone who you're still kind of in love with that's not a good place to be at um I don't have advice for those situations I just 
think the best advice to give is to tell you that you're not alone experiencing these things and these are all things that's like I've actually got hundreds of replies here so these are all things that hundreds of other girls have texted me I haven't got the biggest page on Instagram I haven't got the biggest following but yet hundreds of girls are texting me telling me that they're going through this they have gone through this and this is what's been hard for them so if this kind of stuff is hard for you you're not alone so that's I think the best advice I can give you is tell you that you're not the only one feeling this way you're not fucking crazy your feelings are valid you're allowed to feel as hurt as you want to you just need to go through the five stages so I think that's actually all I'm gonna leave it at here um I hope anyone listens to this just feels a little bit better and just maybe knows how to deal with their emotions a little bit more and knows that they can't block it up by saying I'm a bad bitch I don't give a fuck because that doesn't work forever and I've had friends who do say I'm a bad bitch I don't give a fuck and I know they're fucking hurting inside and I know if I was to tell them like I know if I was to find out tomorrow that that person has moved on has a girlfriend if I told them that that would shatter them so having that I'm a bad bitch I don't give a fuck is only kind of putting yourself like in line with getting hurt because your friend might actually believe you and be like oh yeah you don't care or like imagine if someone was like oh sure you don't care about them is it okay if I get with them now like maybe they're not your friend maybe they just might be like a a, like you know kind of someone you associate with they might ask you that question because you're going around here with the bad bitch mentality you can have the bad bitch mentality but do try to be a little bit open and honest with your feelings at least to one person out loud because it'll definitely help you with closure but that is everything again this is not a one two three snap your heart is better um podcast this is just how to get over a breakup my main advice is to go through the stages understand that it will be okay understand that hundreds millions thousands billions of people have gone through this in their lives multiple times and they've come out the better end your parents might have done it your friends your siblings your sisters your friends everyone I just said friends and sister twice um but everyone has gone through this and it will be okay you just need to kind of step by step and if you're stuck in one of those stages if you're stuck in the denial stage or in the anger stage move away from that stage let's go somewhere else and just see how long it takes and don't be afraid to like meet new people and talk to new people um and like you know put yourself back out there but don't give yourself up so easily that you're going to start settling for something don't think that oh god I need to lower my standards now because the men aren't right out there come on there is there's nice guys out there okay there is I hope so because (laughs) otherwise I never want to be single ever again I don't want to be anyway but I have a strong feeling that there's nice guys out there because my friends keep getting into relationship with really nice guys so of course there is um but that is absolutely everything guys I hope this helped you somehow please send me a text on Instagram and let me know if this did benefit you or if you thought that I was talking a load of shit I don't care if you're giving me good feedback or bad feedback but that is absolutely everything thank you so much for listening to the fake it till you make a podcast and I will see you on the next episode